Welcome to our quick cap episode of Complicated Women, a real-time discussion of what we're hearing, reading, and watching today. Hi, Kate. Hi, Corinne. We're back. We're quick capping. Yes, we are. Again, fun stuff here. Okay, so the best place to start is probably updates on the last quick cap episode. And interestingly, I have one night that touches on two of our topics. Oh, wow. Yeah, so let me correct that. One of them is about wine, which is, I guess, in the, which episode is that? Oh, that's when Harry met Sally. Yeah, where you talk about how you can't be friends with women as easily because you're a beer drinker. Exactly. (laughs) And I told you that there's no uh, secret to (laughs) us women drinking wine. We don't. It's not. We had a mom's night out at my kid's school and it was a wine tasting event. Like a real, we'll we'll come over, we'll describe the grapes, we'll tell you what you're supposed to be. And And you liked it? I loved it. There were three wines that I loved. See? Yes. Oh, this is great. Reds or whites? So we did both. And there was a white that I really liked, which white I will not even touch. I will drink rosé any summer day. Any summer day. I will drink any rosé. Yeah. Not even whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White I will not touch. Red I will mostly just... Uh, muscle down but I won't touch much white this one it was a Sancerre is that oh it? that's from France it's like a Sauvignon Blanc but it's from France of course it it's was it's so, so refreshing it and delicious so nice yes oh I, this is I great I enjoyed it very much and then there were two reds that I also enjoyed I thought to myself, oh, I actually like this. This is not wow. me just drinking. Yes. So does this mean that I have to try and drink beer? Because <laughs> I, I've, if, I've, no, brought, if no. I've brought you You're, to this side, because I'm not no. going that way. You don't have to. I've seen you drink enough beer in your life. <laughs> you are permitted to graduate. But you haven't seen me drink like one tequila. not. Yes. But you haven't seen me drink one not out of a can and in not in the last <laughs> 25 years. But. I'm sorry, Kate. It was a red solo cup, too. Okay. You're right. Yes. You're right. We did go out of plastic. You're right. All right. Okay. Well, that is good news. I'm very happy with that update. Yeah. Yes. It was very, it was very enjoyable to find a wine that I liked. And I really kept it to, I kept my cool. I I really kind of wanted to squeal and be like, oh my God, I like wine. (laughs) But I kept my cool. All right. Um, And also, I had a really nice night. It was very fun. I connected with lots of women, lots of different types of women. Oh, I'm very proud of you, Corinne. This, yeah, is, and this we, is good. We got deep even because <gasps> a lot of my issues, especially with school stuff, I just don't, I, I do like to talk about kids sometimes, but most of the time not. Right. <laughs> and, and so there were really good conversations. It was very wonderful. The night went on. Well beyond the wine tasting. So we moved across the street to the bar. It was two of the women that we were with that night. It was their birthdays at midnight. So there were shots involved. The the whole night, yeah, the whole night devolved or got more fun, depending on how you look at it. Right. But the and the conversation started going a little bit more off the rails and I could sort of bring anything up. And by the way, as we discussed last week, our last episode, Kate, astrology is mainstream. Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. No. 
No, <laughs> it, no. I mean, so I felt very emboldened to talk about it. <laughs> How many shots in were you bringing up the fact that your fire signs rule? <laughs> Were you on top of the bar being like, fire signs forever? I really, Kate, I tried to kind of play it cool. Oh, no. I was like, I was like oh, no, no, no. So, so here's the thing. This is one of my issues. And we, I think we talked about this last time. I thought I should be able to just go, hey, when's your birthday? That's fine. I don't think that you've said much crazier things than that. I oh, mean. oh. <laughs> That, that's just like <laughs> that was not up for debate I am I'm very well aware of this but my point is they still get a look like what why where are you going with this I know you're not oh. asking me for a birthday present where are you going with this and, I see and the, most people just sort of answered and left the conversation yeah this was not a, a conversation starter it was no, a conversation killer it was a conversation run away from you oh. why are you asking what my birthday is don't even get into that I don't know if they knew where I was going I was just or not, gonna but, say but what if you had said you know what's your sign well, you think well, that's even so I, weirder so Kate there um. were uh, there were some people I have felt very fine with and I was like I pursued them I'm like I'm not letting this go what I'm just thinking about your sign nobody was really interested and then finally the one guy now see oh wait these are men it was a parents night out I guess technically okay and there were there were dads there too definitely more dads at the Irish bar than the wine tasting but so one yes there was a dad there one guy and I appreciate, we've talked about being direct and how that can make people uncomfortable. I love the direct people. Oh, I yeah. love when. Oh, so I love goes, them. So, so I'm Those are my people. Yes, of course. Those are our people. Because I don't understand so, the other people. I don't trust them. I don't no, know what exactly. they really, right? <laughs> I really don't. Yes. I don't trust them. Yes, yes. So he, so I'm asking him his birthday. And his birthday was very close to mine. And I was like, oh, my birthday is, you know, right around it. But, oh, no. but he's on the other side of a cusp than I am. I'm an Aries. He's a Pisces. But both my kids are Pisces. So I, I'm, I'm good with Pisces. And I, so I'm saying sort of a few of these things. My birthday is around yours, blah, blah, blah. And he just looks at me and goes, wait, you don't believe in like astrology, <gasps> do you? I see I this know. is what i'm telling you the men yeah but no but kate it was not just him he okay. was the only one who had the nerve to say it to my face okay. the rest of them were like come on this is bullshit crap don't okay. talk about astrology all right fine 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 it's just, it was just sad it, it is just, sad I, re- I really want astrology to be mainstream i want people to very quickly tell me what their sign is yes i don't want to have to dig for it and, and pursue you and follow you around the bar. And then be embarrassed when you do ask. Yeah, All right. I wasn't. I wasn't embarrassed. I know. All Let's right. Just, so I wasn't embarrassed, but I'm just here to report. Uh, I don't know that astrology, New Yorker article, notwithstanding, I don't think astrology is as mainstream so, as, Kate, as we want it to be. Right. So when we have lunch with um, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, we yes. can absolutely identify well, by yes. our signs. Cool. Because yes, they that's have already fine. put it out there. Okay. Well, it's that's not... a sad update. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> do you have other updates from the last one? Uh, nope. That... I got the wine and the astrology. One good, one bad, you know. Right. I have one. So I talked on the last one about the Goodreads uh, 
Awards and yeah. Daisy Jones and the Six, which we yes. love and plan to yes. cover on the pod, is in the final round for the historical fiction category. There is big news on casting for the Amazon series that's coming oh. out soon. And you know, the book follows a band that rises yep. to fame in yep. the 1970s in Los Angeles. And so this is just a complicated women bonanza. You have it being Love produced it. by Reese Love Witherspoon's it. Hello Sunshine. Love it has a female director, Nikki Caro. Okay. The ultimate character Daisy is going to be played by Riley Keough, who I know you love. This I is the love. Right? So she's the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley, the yep. oldest grandchild of Elvis for God's sakes. Yes, Her yes. parents are both musicians, the family's rock royalty. So playing the part of Daisy, the lead singer of the band, is perfect for her. I think I, this is fantastic casting. I did not know that that's where she started. Yes. I fell in love with her in the girlfriend experience. And that's what she's most known for. Oh. I have not seen that, but that oh is gosh. why. I just think she's so perfect. And the... So, the I'm, I I can't wait to now read it. She's is is oh. Daisy like really broody and because she she's does... just like like a muse for the whole band and for the male like lead singer of the band, the guy who founded the band. She okay. is without a doubt his muse. So she's mysterious okay. yes. and just kind of cool. Yes, and but he is. This is not giving anything away, but he has. There's another very important female in the book. His who he's married to, okay. um, who is not just as they like to say. These women like to say, "I don't want to just play a wife in a yeah. in a um, movie." She she has a very important role. The wife. That's good. And so, so now I'm going to read the book. With I these know pictures. you are. You're I gonna, like that. You do. I, that makes me okay. Happy. I do. Yes, I don't mind because otherwise I don't like when I have a different picture and then my expectations are thwarted. Right. So, That's true. Um, I'm kind of excited, but. Yeah, Riley Keough, perfect as a muse. She is very mysterious. The girlfriend experience was is so out there, but I, it, it was fascinating. I could not stop watching it. It was, it's like part thriller, part porn. I don't. It's wow. So, yeah, it's so good. Sometimes, as we all know, these books of ours get turned into things and you're like yes mm. but taylor jenkins reed must be pumped i mean oh she has hit the jackpot and yes. she should i mean it's a it's a great book it's yeah. written in a very cool way um so yeah i'm excited for her and to do it and then we'll have the show to also yes watch something to look forward to too. yes very good very exciting okay Staying on TV, I guess, The Morning Show. Oh, you're racing I'm, ahead of me. I know. What? what? No, I'm, meaning you're racing ahead of me in this. I've only seen the first two. I, I didn't. Okay. Okay. You haven't watched more. No. I can't stop. I can't stop watching it. I don't know what it is. Billy Crudup is so freaking amazing. Yeah, I like he, him. He plays. I don't. I, I like him fine. He's just amazing in this. Yes. He he plays the network executive, right? And yeah. He is, it, it kind of works because he's an island of his own. Like as far as he's not part of the, sh the production of the morning show. He's not in the day-to-day. -day. 
he is has a tone unlike anyone else in the show I don't even know what he's talking like he's just plays everything so bizarrely like Jennifer Aniston's really angry but trying to sort of soften everything and make everything okay Witherspoon's angry and edgy everybody has their sort of role and he just is plays this wackadoo offbeat I'm just thinking of the director I'm like how did you direct this guy you're like just act like a complete I don't know space case right yeah like I don't even know what unpredictable totally unpredictable wow so you're really liking this oh boy he and he just says things he had a baseball analogy that cracked me up but also a mob analogy and at some at he just goes being in the mafia is not as easy as you thought it was. And I'm like, what? What did you, what did you even say? And is he dating of, Naomi Watts now, just as a side part? Isn't I actually he? don't know. I I, he was think... completely off my radar. I, I think the last time I thought of him was Big Fish and then never thought about him again. Yeah. And anyway. now I am just loving him. So he's having a, a revival here. Listen, not everybody loves him because it's very weird and it is disconcerting, you know, because then the other executives play like straight executive man. Right. And he doesn't. He has this goofy, goofy grin. Uh He's not really fitting in and he doesn't really have a space, but I kind of, that's what I love about him. And, you know, I I love Reese and her performances are just, are great. I'm not sure there's spoilers. You'll, you'll see... By the way, I guess we could talk about this when you've watched it, but the episode where they go to cover the California wildfires, I'm like, um, is this Mars or is this Malibu? <laughs> they went overboard on the CGI, I think. Oh, weird. Uh, I'll yeah. look out for that. Yeah. But I do have to just go on a little bit of a rant before we move off of it for Bradley Jackson, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, Tell me. So she she is getting a lot of backlash. She's keeping on this sort of angry note. And people are kind of tired of her being angry and specifically playing someone so against type. That but the that backlash, was, sorry, is this on social media you're saying in life or there's a yeah. backlash on the show? Oh, okay. So no. You're, oh, no. So, okay. Amongst viewers okay. who are oh. like, this is not the Reese Witherspoon. We want the blonde. Oh, no. Lovable, feisty, southern, you know, Melanie of Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, my favorite movie ever. Sorry. Uh, yes. Sorry. Exactly. If we get to uh, rom-com talk, that's my favorite yes. one ever. But yes. Yes. And oh. she's also not even the overly ambitious ruthless Tracy Flick of election right which which everyone could kind of square because you know that Reese Witherspoon's very type a and so well like her big little lies character see at least there she's still in her you know type a like the mom that's running controlling everything yes so that still was sort of in character for her you're saying but this one is too much of a departure for people this that's what people are saying and and she's a little angrier she's a little jaded she's a little weary yeah Meaning her character has it. Yes. And people are having a hard time buying it. I don't know. I think she's playing it brilliantly. I'm totally on board. And again, I love all versions of Reese. I don't Me too. See, that's the thing. So I I will, I want, it's not that I only want her to be angry Reese or angry characters. I want her to be all of those. I love that she can play the cute Southern 
and she can do the control freak mom and and I think just as perfectly in her repertoire is this weary edgy angry that bugs me that people are saying this because I guess though you're right I'm like you and that I've always seen her all aspects of her but I know a lot of people who don't see that so I do want to talk to those people who you know First oh all, yeah the, the the backlash and 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 people who are gonna be like no nah, I just don't really like her oh okay. a lot I know those people I know well here's I'm gonna make my plea to them I argue that she Bradley Jackson is fulfilling every 2019 woman's fantasy whether it's secret or stated she's showing us three things that all women need to see right now one it's not too late it's not too late because bradley jackson after 15 years of hustling she gets her break right and does she she doesn't do some pull some stunt she doesn't you know uh, orchestrate it she gets her break by being unapologetically and completely her right correct so that's one two you can crush it at work and be a mess in family and relationships which is certainly yeah the first place most of us learn to excel or get our shit together is at school or and then work, work yeah. as an extension of school. But that doesn't mean we have it all figured out, not by a long shot, right? Cool. So relationships are always that next frontier. And Reese is in that part where she hasn't quite figured that out. But right. she's crushing it at work now with this break. Right. But her rest of her life, yeah, maybe, maybe not, not so, so much. much. Okay. So much. And the third one is a scene you haven't seen yet, but it is getting a lot of flack from viewers. There's a sex scene with her. <gasps> Ooh. She has sex with a hot bartender. And it's really a one-off. He's not a character. He's She just gets super drunk and wants to have sex with the bartender. Right. Which is not a sign, side of a character we've seen Reese play. Oh, no. I, I love it. But a lot of people are really unhappy about the actual sex scene. Wow. They're both, yeah, they're both standing up. And I admit, the angles are not, <laughs> like, it, I mean, like, don't look too hard at it. It's not working. They're clearly just, oh, by the way. Are they back, in the bar, by the way? They're, yes, they're in, like, oh. by, the, by the kitchen. They're in, like, oh, some oh, back So room. she goes for it in the bar. Okay. Totally. Also, Fleabag was another one where the angles never worked. They're not having sex. They're slapping against each other right now. But yeah, that's not she... the point. Right, right. And by the way, I'm sorry, when did men ever care that realistic was the most important thing co- about a, a sex scene? A right? Please. <laughs> yeah, um... So this moment is not realistic, but it's perfect for Reese. Right. She looks amazing. She's front and center. Right. She looks great. Right. She's she's like elongated at all the right places. Like perfect. shoulders back, you know, <laughs> leg, po- toe pointed, but she doesn't look uncomfortable. Right. I, she looks fantastic. And most importantly, this is what women need to see. She looks like she's enjoying herself. Now, we all know it's acting. Right. But she's not obsessing over her body. She's not thinking about her job or her laundry. She is just totally and completely lost in the moment. And if that is not the ultimate fucking fantasy, 
I don't know what it is. Yeah, and what is peop- what is the problem? Is it, again, back to the whole people aren't used to seeing Reese? Yeah. Well, she, I mean, she's fucking a bartender outside. Right, which you've never really seen a character no. of Reese Witherspoon's do anything exactly. like that, right? Well, exactly. good. I say good for her. See? Exactly. I Kate. mean, amen. I That's, and listen, is- all, a lot of actors fight against typecasting, and they feel like when they try to kind of branch out into something people aren't used to seeing them in... But I think that this particular backlash with Reese is a little, I don't know, I don't like it. I think this is because people liked her better as sort of the America's sweetheart thing. I agree. And sometimes it i've i've been guilty of saying about totally a, a person yep. i'm like no they can't play this yeah they, right. but that's that's because their performance is just not working yeah. i really take issue with because it is working now you might not be interested or this might not be your thing but her performance is working she's pulling it off 100 percent. right, right. this is role. a complicated woman backlash right it's, here yes mm-hmm. yes no, Instead of is. just just let her have layers. She's got more layers, people. She can I be all of those things. I love it. And there's some there's some singers doing something right. Do we get to talk about the Grammys? That's right. Cuz yeah. that that the nominations just came out. The nominations just came out. Lizzo led oh, yes. She it. leads with the most nominations, right? Yeah. Yes, she Good does. Good for her. I know. But lots then, of other ladies. Bi- yes, lots of other complicated ladies. Billie Eilish, I don't, complicated barely lady. She's oh. 17 years old, has six Grammy nominations, and is the youngest artist to ever be nominated in the four top categories. And one day, not today, because I, someone's going to explain her to me, and I, I'm oh. sorry, <gasps> I'm going to get hate mail for this. Oh, Kate, it will be it, me. Please do, and we can do this <laughs> another time, and... I'm, you know, I'm just, that one is an enigma to me. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Jennifer Nettles. Unlike, you know, the Grammy nominations or the AMAs where there's lots of complicated women being celebrated. The country music I've mentioned many times, I'm a huge fan, but they do have an issue when it comes to female representation Mm -hmm. and getting their Mm -hmm. songs played. And they made a big effort this year at the CMAs to have three female hosts and to celebrate women, but... Honestly, some of it fell flat a little bit, and they still gave mm. the Entertainer of the Year to Garth Brooks, an yeah. old white guy who's been right. doing this forever. I'm, and honestly, yeah. I believe other people, not just the woman, there was only one woman nominated in that category, Carrie Underwood. But anyway, oh. Jennifer Nettles, who is one half of the duo Sugarland, but also mm-hmm. has her own career, decided to... Do something pretty controversial for the yeah. CMAs, honestly. Country music, again, I love it, but it's certainly not a place where you see a lot of daring self-expression right. at these right. award shows. Right. And she, knowing that women were supposed to be celebrated that night, decided to use what is traditionally a very female thing, fashion, to mm-hmm. make a statement. And I don't know if any of you saw her on social media or in the news articles, she wore basically a a white jumpsuit kind of thing with a cape but basically when she sort of opened the cape it was almost like graffiti in black ink that said please play our fucking records but it was you know she blocked out the you of the fucking but 
please and thank you, which I think is great because I think she did that on Southern purpose. Manners, and we yes. have to be polite when we ask yes, for things. That's and right. then she spun around and the back said equal pay and had a sketch of a woman's face. Right. Which So it was really beautiful yeah. piece of clothing to begin yeah. with. But, you know, she just felt like I'm going to make more of a statement yeah. than, you know, maybe some of the other women were willing to do. And, you know, she yeah. said that there's something called the bias of familiarity. If hmm. you play it enough times, people will like it. Yeah, right. No yeah. one cares if it's really good. The truth right. is, if you play something over and over again, people have a bias toward it just because hmm. they've heard it numerous times. So, and her point is, so, you know, the just stats play are... more women. Yes, because the yeah. stats are terrible. I mean, the same article said that only 16% of the top 500 country songs in the last four years were sung by women. Wow. And they're always complaining about getting less airtime than men. And I, I think I've said before, there are comments made, well, country music fans like, prefer, or a lot of them are female, and they prefer hearing male singers. And I think her point mm -hmm. is, no, that's just what they're used to. Used to. And right. if you keep playing it, that yeah. becomes familiar, yeah. and then it's not relatable. And the answer right. isn't play us less. The answer is play us more. More. And right. while you're at it, pay us more. <laughs> right? I mean, I, so. I love that. You know, that dress, this is where we talk about context really matters. If she had worn that dress at the Grammys, it would have been like a snooze fest. Yeah. It would have been a bore. But she did it at the CMAs. And that was such a smart move. First of all, not even saying strategic, although I'm sure it was. But that's her, that's where she knows they need to hear this message. Yep. Saying it at the Grammys, it's not as powerful because the CMAs who needed to hear, hey, women in country music are killing it and we're not getting the same respect. Yeah, and it was frustrating to watch it and have it be this big emphasis on women and to have the three female hosts and do an amazing yeah. opening number, by the way, that brought back, you know, older, if you will, legends of, mm -hmm. in country music, female, and at one point had, you know, 10, 20 different women of all different generations on the stage. And mm -hmm. that was a great message, but the co-hosts never said a word in the opening monologue to address it at all. I mean, they yeah. didn't, it was just, I guess their view was, and this is so country music, like, Right. They will only go so far, right? right? right they had right, the right. women out there, and we let them sing a lot of songs, but don't directly address it. Right. And that, to me, well, that's what opening monologues are for. I mean, and it, it yes. was really the elephant always in the room. Push the, uh, push the envelope. Right? Yeah. Like, why are we calling it and billing it out into the media as the night of women, and then nobody mentions it? Yeah. It's very strange. So I think she was like, oh, I'll mention it. I'm going to put oh, it yeah. all over my um, dress. <laughs> you don't even have to hear me saying it. You'll read it. Right. Exactly. I so I thought that, that was awesome. Yes. I, I did. But she's too. a great singer. So, you know, right. check she her can, out. She can back it up, too. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Nice. Hopefully we'll see next year what kind of difference it makes. Right. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. hope so. You know, a lot of the female country singers who have the clout are trying to do all female tours. Miranda Lambert's doing that. Yes. Carrie Underwood. Their point is, you know what? Well, then we'll just 
bring women out on the road and they try to really highlight new up and coming female singers. And, you know, they're, they're, there's a movement, if you will, I think among those who kind of have the power to change the narrative, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, Miranda Lambert, since you just brought her up, you know how Jessica Knowles, for instance, we talked about how some of the things she does maybe are for shock value, which we were we were not sure whether that's true or not, but Miranda Lambert was in the press for the guy she married, the mm-hmm. cop, security guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a New York City f- cop. Mm-hmm. Yes, who always covered GMA and who I had seen frankly uh, just even a few days before they got married with Busy Phillips oh so there you was did a, not oh yeah no 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 oh. no not not like with with but like right right she was always like there's this hot cop that's always outside GMA and she every year she would take pic or every time she did an, uh, an appearance she would take a picture with them oh that's hilarious oh yeah oh yeah and he's got a lot of Oh, I know. A lot of baggage. Skeletons. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. It doesn't matter. My point is, she got on my radar just for him. Oh. So not a great reason. But she's since put out a new album, and I don't even like country music. And I'm like, oh, this song is good. I like this. Oh, she is. In the country music world, the complicated woman character. If we do, which I've said... An episode on songwriters. Yeah. I already in my mind was like, in addition to Taylor Swift, who who crosses yes. now both genres, it, yes. there only could it be Miranda Lambert. Oh, I mean, good. she is yes. a hot mess. She yes. is, but she's also can be brutally honest and direct. She yeah. writes all her own music. She's just well, unapologetic. She's a badass. Like that's when I was kind of like all for her because when the the news broke of whatever hit some of that he had a baby blah 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 whatever she was just kind of like f you people i don't care we're married i'm happy well because you know people and she gets a lot of flack i mean divorcing you know the sweetheart of country music blake shelton who doesn't have the talent in his like Uh, i can't even not even close and i like him super likable guy right Right. But she, in talent-wise, crushes him. Yeah. Um, and then she, you know, and she homewrecked somebody's marriage, apparently. And then, right. well, oh, yeah. I, so there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack with her. And she puts it into her music. And I, I have a lot of respect for her. There's a lot of layers, clearly. But let me tell you, she hooked me in with the trash and got me with the talent. So See, there you go. That's, that's the best kind. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I don't I don't knock anyone for that. I wanted to talk about our theme song revelation. Oh, yes. Oh, please, please. I just love this because I've known you for 25 years. What is it? No, is that right? And I I never knew this about you, right? So I was telling you when we were Mm -hmm. talking about all Mm -hmm. these complicated women we love and the Grammy nominations and the singers, I said, you got to listen to this new song, Raising Hell by Kesha. I said... Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up for a second. Because the the truth is... it's been a roller coaster launching this podcast, right? Yes. We fair. believe in this so much and we were about to put it out into the world and we didn't know if people would listen and we were having a little bit of a roller coaster week with pushing it out into the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why you sent it because you knew I needed 
this moment. Yes. So go ahead. Yeah. I wanted you to turn it up real loud. And I yeah. told you it helps if you thrash your head and whip <laughs> your hair around. And I don't care where you are, but that's going to help make you feel better. You're right, because yeah. it's very stressful. And yeah. you were like, oh, my God, I'm going to play this on repeat forever, over and yes. over. Yeah. But but the thing I didn't know about you is when I sent it, I said, oh, and like little known weird fact about me, I've always had a theme song. Mm. And you're like, ah, uh, so have I. And I don't yeah. know why we didn't know this before. Or I'm not surprised. Yeah. But I've said, talk about astrology, making people look at you like you have 10 heads. No. Try telling them you have a theme song. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What's wrong with people? They don't have theme songs? Oh, have you tried this one at a cocktail but party? No, I never have. Because, by the way, Kate, I just assumed everyone has a theme song. Oh, so what do I you don't, mean? Oh, my God. Not only do they not have one, Chris, they're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, like a song. Like, the, it, it can change over time depending yes. on the, your life and, like, yeah. what's going on. But it's, like, that song that, like, plays inside your head when you need it to. And, yes. you know, and, like, I Pump. first, I need to ask you, yeah, when did you first get one? Like, I adopted it senior year of college after a breakup and it was the warrior by scandal oh. you know shooting yeah. at the balls of, of heartache bang oh bang God. wait by the way i love that song and that's one of my go-to karaoke songs oh of course it is we're gonna do karaoke <laughs> with this I love it. okay love it and yeah. so yeah like that oh, one I, currently I, it's kesha's raising hell which is now for both of us but yes. that's yeah but when did you first get one I, Kate, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I was born with one. Oh, I literally cannot remember a time in my life that I didn't have a theme song. Oh my god! Um, I, like it might have been um, my first one was probably Sunny Days, Sun the the uh, Sesame Street theme. Oh, that's great for sure. Cheerful. That was. I can remember like walking into kindergarten or pre K and like being either nervous I don't know exactly what I was feeling but like feeling like I needed something to get yeah, pump me in. you and up it, oh and it was and it was sunny days sweeping the clouds away oh my god you had oh, yeah. one I in kindergarten always had holy a theme shit song. Always yeah had a theme song. and yours so. I love that that one's cheerful because the only ones yeah. that I could think of right I said my first was the warrior mm -hmm. um in recent years at one point when the song came out I I had fight song by Rachel Platten oh, yes. I've had roar by Katy Perry yeah. now I'm at raising hell think these are some angry um yeah. like anthems that I'm channeling here they're well I mean I don't know if they're angry anthems I, I'll oh. if that's what you want to call them that's okay by me but they are they are more to me, they're like, throw it at me, bring me the obstacles, bring me the nose, bring me the, you think I can't do this and I am going to overcome. And that's the theme. Yes. And that's just, uh, that's what gets me going too. You and I are both this way. I am not deterred by rejection and obstacles and setbacks. I just take it and double back and go even harder. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But everyone I mean, should listen to Kesha's, and even Kesha's prior album was so yeah. amazing. And that song, Woman, I used to play that all the time. That could be our theme song, too, honestly, that for this could, podcast. But. For sure, that could qualify. Kesha, yeah. can you please call us and let us uh, use yeah. one of your songs? Give us clearance for one of your songs. Those are some badass women right there. I like praying. So a lot of my early oh, theme songs song. were the, like, I'm into the slow, yeah, really angsty mm -hmm. ballad that you don't know whether you want to cry or, like, punch someone. That's, yeah. 
that's generally my right right my theme after you moved past sunny days (laughs) yes well then you know that was before I had real obstacles when I had real obstacles I needed uh, some harsher songs right oh you know another one that I love when I need to list like get past something I want to get better by the bleachers do you know that that's a Jack and Jack Antonoff that love that song how did a he did an amazing acoustic acoustic (gasps) Corinne it I it's on YouTube like you can it it is oh god I didn't know I was lonely till till I saw your face I didn't know I was broken till I wanted to get better I'm messing up the lines but oh man do I love that and the thing is I love the regular version which like you can really like thrash like your head to and if you do want to just like get get past something but the acoustic is where you really hear that the yes. lyrics oh my I'm standing on the overpass screaming at myself hey I want to get better you didn't know I was lonely till I saw your face I want to get better I didn't know I was yes. broken until I wanted to change. Oh, I want to get better, 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 better. Yes. Oh, so good. I can't believe we share that song. I've lit. Now, that's something I've asked people, and I've literally never met anyone who loves that song. People are going to think we planned this when we <laughs> no. really and truly did not. You know, it's fine because, first of all, if we did, that's pretty smart. And second of all, we'll know. That's true. We know the truth. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you hated it, email us. We want to hash it out. Love us or hate us, don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And keep it complicated.